in today's show. I'm here live on YouTube, ready to take your questions, provide some answers. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy basketball analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Guys, welcome. Hello to everybody in the chat. Shout out to you, Nathan Nguyen, who is uh, here for every premiere. And uh, where's your friend? Your friend uh, that's always calling out for you. You guys know what I mean. All right, here we are. Ready to answer questions for you in today's mailbag show. Let's have a look and see what goes on here. Let's start with Nathan Wynn. Is Stephen Adams a drop? Um, actually, Nathan, I'll ask, answer that question in a second. Before I get into it, if you ask me a question, and this is a subtle, subtle shade towards you, Nathan, if you ask me a question, give me context. How many teams are in your league? What type of league is it? Is it a category league? Is it a uh, head-to-head league? Is it a roto league? Is it a points league? If it is a points league, what do the players average in a trade? What do the players average if you're looking to drop them to the wire versus who's on there? Like, I don't know these questions. And if there is a question like a points league trade, trade this guy for this guy, I just can't answer it. Literally impossible for me to answer it. So provide the info and then you have a much better chance of me being able to answer that question. So back to you, Nathan. Is Stephen Adams a drop? Well, with how he's playing, you have to think he's pretty close to it. He's the 158th ranked player this year. I've got him projected to be basically around that same area. Really, at this stage, all he is is a boost for rebounds and field goal percentage. Yeah, similarly to someone like DeAndre Jordan, um, I think that he's not a guy that you just say, well, you know, he, he's, he's got to go. Get that garbage out of here! But uh, I think he is someone that you've got to look at and say, well, yeah, honestly, he's my worst player. So therefore, if I'm looking to add someone off the wire, then you know maybe maybe he does become expendable in that situation. Ben McKinstry, McKinstry, sorry. Hi Josh, love the show. Got an offer from my 12-team ESPN Standard Points League for Don Mitchell and Bam Adebayo for Booker, Rashawn Holmes, and Kemba Walker. Should I take it? All right. So I don't know which side you're on here. Um, I'm not sure yeah which side you're on, but the the side. You've got a three-for-two deal going on here. Kemba Walker, obviously, is going to be sitting games for a while. Um, the, the, the thing you got to look at, right, is, is the Mitchell and Bam side averages about 80 fantasy points. Holmes and Booker, we're talking uh, 67. So we're, we've got a 13-point difference, and Walker averages 26.8. Right, but... If you are in a situation where you're the one giving up the three, does the do people on the waiver wire average more than 13 points? Or if you're the one getting the three back, does it, is the player that you're dropping you know, score, uh, yeah, scoring 13 points per game? And I would say in most cases, looking at the averages that these guys are, are putting up, I would say that they don't average just 13. So in general... I'm gonna want this. Uh, I'm gonna want this Bam and Mitchell side. Ahmed Noah. Hey Josh, the goat of fantasy. Embiid and Sabonis for Harden and Bam. 
Ahmed, you, you broke the rule. You broke the rule. Where are the averages? Where are the averages? And I know you did a super chat there, but come on, guys. All right, so you're going to have to wait because he's thrown money in, into it. So I'm going to have to have a look and see what they are. Look, off the top of my head, um, actually, I'm not going to do anything off the top of my head. There's no point in me doing it off the top of my head. Um, all right, so Harden and Embiid, I've got them project. They're basically averaging the same amount of points as we move forward. Well, averaging the same amount of points at the moment. And what is it? Bam Adebayo and DeMontis Sabonis. And they're averaging basically... The, or Sabonis is actually averaging more than Bam moving forward. I have them projected to average about the same as we move forward, but you could have Sabonis easily averaging more for the rest of the year. In the end, I asked you the question, why? And you said you're worried about Embiid's health. If you're worried about it, the difference in points between these guys might be negligible at best, so take it. Alfred Zuck, what to do with Pirtle? It's a close matchup, but he's a beast. He's not really a beast. Like, uh, let's get that out of the way. He's been playing at a re- relatively high level, but I don't think we can expect that to continue whenever LaMarcus Aldridge returns. Pirtle has been solid. He has some good games. He has some poor games. I would never classify him as a beast. I Look, he is the 164th ranked player this year in 22 minutes a night, and if he plays 22 minutes a night when Aldridge is back, I think you might feel lucky. Now, he's been good. There's no doubt he's been good the last couple of weeks. 29 minutes, 58% from the field, 54th ranked player. Yeah, some good numbers. But we know the Spurs don't play again until next Wednesday. So you're talking about a little under a week. That's that's tough. And if you desperately need the wins, now you say it's a close matchup, right? But do you need, how badly do you need this week? Do you need a 5-4 or a 6-3 this week desperately? Or are you sitting pretty where you can have a 4-5 and be okay? Because in that case, if you're sitting okay, then you probably want to hold on. But I wouldn't be valuing him super, super highly. Tejas Desai, Jamarant, Akali Oubre for Levine and a stream spot. I would say you'd want to take Levine there. Um, Look, you're upgrading from Morant to Levine, and you're talking 11, 12 extra points in that one. Um, And that would mean, you know, to, to make up for that difference with Oubre, that that 12 to 11 points that, like, the stream guys are worth here 14, 15 points, which I don't think that's going to be the case. So Levine in a stream looks better to me. Tristan LG, should I trade Anthony Davis and DeMar DeRozan for Capella and Ingram? Always ask yourself the question, why? In this one, I can understand why. It's because Anthony Davis is out. Um, you're getting back two 40-point scorers and giving away an injured guy and a 40-point guy. I, I, look, again, if you're up the top of the standings, I'd stick with Anthony Davis. If you're in the middle and you're going to be in a playoff battle, then I would take the um, I would take the Capella-Ingram side. Camden Anderson, Dynasty Points League, three keepers, no draft round penalty. Harden, Giannis, Morant, Lamello, who to keep? Move Harden because of age. I think, yeah, look, I think you do. Now, unless you're going for the win this year, I think you move. I think you move Harden on, and you keep Giannis, Morant, and Lamelo. Now, obviously, Harden is averaging a ton of points, more than those guys, but he's thirty plus. Where these other guys, you're going to have a, a really good core of 50, 55 point fantasy guys plus for the next five to six years, I would guess moving forward. Chris Goodnecht. I was offered the Jedi, OG and Anobi. But what about Scarf? Stop, OG. Uh, you better stop, OG. 
Ozo Ananobi and Miles Turner for Vooch and Calden Johnson in ESPN 9. Cat him 7 and 8 in steals and blocks for being 11, 10 in rebounds and scoring. Um, ooh, okay. So, you're 7, 8 in steals and blocks. So, getting Turner and OG is going to push you right at the top and your rebounds and scoring. So, you're going to lose a little bit of that with Vooch there for sure. Calden Johnson's just the throw in. I think I'd do it. Yeah, I think I would do it and get Miles and, uh, and Anobi back. All right, what other questions have we got here? JP Lawrence, 10-team season points. When Anthony Davis went down, I traded down. Now I've got no one in the top 25. I have seven players between 25 to 50. Should I pay a premium for a top 10 player? Not really. You know, in, in general, if you're going to be buying one of those guys, it's going to cost you a lot. But having seven players in that 25 to 50 range is pretty good effort. Now, in a 10-team league, on average, people would have five in that area. So you're already a, a little bit of... Um, you're already in a little bit of a, of a of a bonus situation there, I guess, is the way to say it. But I guess it depends. I would look for slumping top 10 players and see if you can acquire them and use a couple of those you know, seven players that you've got in that area. But just be careful of how much you're actually giving up. Momoyama... Two for one buy low options in categories. Injured reserve guys coming back. That is just the the. It's in, how could I possibly know like who? What do you mean two for one buy low options? I did a whole video on buy low players the other day, so you can go and have a look at my buy low options on that video. Um, yeah, like that's just a really broad question. Hey, who who do I trade? I don't even know who's on your team or which guys you've got that are expendable. It's really hard to answer, but I'll do my best. You did throw a super chat in. Let's have a look at some guys who are, are down a little bit at the moment in terms of maybe their buy lows. I think we look at, um, let's have a look. It's The last couple of games for Darren Fox haven't been great, but I don't think that's really going to be a buy low situation. Look at the Shea Gildas-Alexander manager. Uh, if they're panicked about the consistent knee hurting issues, maybe you get him as a buy low. I'd say that's one that you can have a look at. Ja Morant's still a bit of a buy low in my opinion. Um, could you maybe do Kevin Durant, considering he's out and the time off he's already had this year? Chris Middleton's 124th ranked player over the last week. Maybe he's a buy low as well. Colin Rubin. ESPN scoring. Colin, I don't know what that is. Is it ESPN scoring new default, old default? Would I rather have Beal or BI for Bam? I could add Murray and Lonzo. Please, guys, put the points averages in there, either recent averages or season-long averages. I cannot, I cannot stress that enough. Beal or BI for Bam? Um, look, without having any information, I'm going to say, uh, would I rather? I would rather have Beal there. Uh, Alfred Zuck, do you think Paul George will come back this week? No, I would say next week at best is my guess. Is Wiseman a hold? Ben Edry? No, he was not. He was a drop a long time ago before the injury. Where are you now? Oh, who wants a rant? Here we go. Yo, BR, should I try to trade Beal in case the Wizards shut him down? The shutdowns is one of my biggest bugbears in fantasy. Do, do, do we really think that the Wizards are just going to go out there and just not play Bradley Beal? Do you think Bradley Beal's going to want that? Like, this is a guy that, that complains about stuff and about you know talking about how tough he is and how many games he plays it's it's look maybe it happens but panicking and if you're panicking there are going to be people in your league that think the same thing and you're going to get no value back and in all likelihood 
He might play limited minutes in the last week of Mar- of May. Most likely. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but these these shutdown rumors that get thrown out all the time, it shits me so much. Do I sell high on Sabonis? Maybe, but what's like... At the moment, his defensive stats are unsustainable for sure. But... Yeah, are you actually going to get huge amounts of value back for Sabonis? What he's the well, maybe he's the thirteenth ranked player this year. Um, I've got him to be like in the twenty to twenty four range in Yahoo points leagues moving forward. So maybe you could get like a player, but if you if you are selling high, you want to get top fifteen back. That's what you want to be trying. Um, guys, these questions are really tough. Like a cat league, what should I get for Lamb and Plumley trade? Like it's. I wouldn't give up hardly anything for it, really. But it's all about just talking in your league. I can't just say, get this player, and then you go to them, well, Josh said I could get this player. It's it's not really as simple as that. Yeah, have a, you, you need to have a look. I can't, I'm not running teams for you. You need to have a look and see what players you might want and what, what might work, and then we can analyze it from there. Darren Wilson with a super chat, but no question. Daz, you forgot your question. What is Covington's value moving forward in a points league? He's been decent enough these last few games in a 16-teamer. He's less valuable in points in category. You're right, he's less valuable in points in category, and he has been much better because he's been racking up the defensive stats in a very big way. I think you look at him as probably a fringe top 100 guy moving forward in a points league. How low should I go on Barnes, Manny Manoli says? Real low. The guy's out with a foot sprain. Um... If you don't get him, you don't get him. He's not a guy who man, I've got to have Harrison Barnes. I've got to have him. You throw it low, you throw um, you throw it real low on him, and you throw, um, yeah, a top 100 guy, a top 120 guy. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah I'm sitting all right. I don't have too many injury players. The foot sprain, maybe that's bad. I don't know. But but don't go high. Don't go at his current level. Don't even go close close to that. What haircut do I get? I just, what, literally just go in and go shave it off, my guys. Jacob Bowser. Darren Wilson, just drop your uh, question in the chat without another super chat and I'll answer it. Jacob Bowser, Josh. Wood and Wendell Carter Jr. Jacob, thank you for the massive super chat, but you have thrown in a point scoring system that is completely non-standard and I have... I, how do I know what these guys are averaging? I, everything's one point, but turnovers are minus one and blocks and steals are two points each. I have absolutely no idea. Um, Tobias Harris or Gary Harris? I, was, I, I really appreciate the super chat, mate, but how, how do I answer that? I, it, unless everyone wants to take a 10-minute timeout while I go and a- add all the points up in, in the leagues, please throw it into the chat so I can s- see what these guys average. Jeffrey Liu, would you trade Anthony Davis and Clint Capella? Jeffrey, c- can people please... Oh, I'm trying not to get... I'm trying to get angry here. Jeffrey, I appreciate the super chat, but please tell me what these guys average. Reggie T, Nine Cat Roto, Adams, DeJounte Murray, and Gary Trent for Miles Turner and DeLon Wright. All right, so Adams, we're, we're not really considering him. Trent is a short-term guy. So it's DeJounte Murray for DeLon Wright and Miles Turner. Right, I think you've got to take Miles Turner and DeLon Wright there pretty comfortably, really. Alfred Zuck, do I see D'Angelo Russell having value after his back? Yes, but not to the level that I thought he would be at the beginning of the season. I think we're so far away from him 
um, yeah, being being that guy. We're still two, probably six weeks away. I would say closer to two months for him returning. So he'll have some value, but not a huge amount. Jacob throws another super chat in just to say that he's nine and zero. Jacob, tell me what the players average. How can I possibly know? Um, Asian Jew four says hi, Josh. Should I trade Simmons and Kobe White for Lamelo and Jarrett Allen in a points league? And he gives the points numbers here. Um. I, I I don't see why you would, right? That is, there is a big difference there. That's 92 points on Simmons and White versus 85 on Allen and Lamello. But in saying that, obviously, I, I assume you're giving me Jared Allen's um, season-long numbers for his points. Now, they're going to jump up now that he is a full-time starter. Um, they, they're going to jump up. Now, your scoring system is obviously different from a standard Yahoo scoring system. In a standard Yahoo scoring, Allen's averaging 30 points per game over the course of the season, but I'm just going to have a look at what he averages as a starter, so it gives us more of an indication of, of how that can change. Um, if my screen would uh, load up for me, because that's that's going to be an important differentiator there, because otherwise on the surface, it's, it's, a, it's a clear one. As a starter, he averages 36. So we're talking about you know a, a pretty decent chunk of, uh, of, of a rise in his value there. So maybe we look at him as like maybe a 45, 47 type player. Um, that's a really good question. And Lamello's value is rising as well. <sighs> I, I think if we're looking at Lamello and Jared Allen as there being their, se- their season-long averages, I reckon I might take that side. Connor Nichols says... Would you rather have five top 20 players in scrubs with a four acquisition limit or a more balanced team? Currently in first position. I'll tell you what I'd rather have, Connor. I'd rather have the team that you've got at the moment if you're currently in first position. Now, if you've got a four acquisition limit and you've got five players with scrubs, that means you've got eight scrubs. So you can stream in one of those roster spots and then you're still dealing with seven scrubs. Now, it still can work for you, but the problem there is if you lose a top 20 player, if you lose two of those guys then you are dealing with three top 20 players and 10 scrubs. And with four acquisitions, you cannot stream in enough players to be good. So that is why I'd probably want to be more balanced, but whatever you're doing at the moment is obviously working. Michael Scarn, good name. Josh, you look so out of it. What was wondering if Robert Covington is a sell high in a points league. Yes, he is a sell high at the moment. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I, I think... Yeah, I think we look at him as a fringe top 100 player. If you can get a top 80 guy back, I reckon that's probably that's probably the right area to try and get him back in a deal. Um, we'll go to get rid of him in a deal. Like those sort of players, maybe it's someone like Oji Ananobi. Maybe it's someone like uh, Darius Garland. Maybe it's someone like uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who's not as good in a points league and is slumping a little bit at the moment. Maybe you try those sort of players. All right, let's go. Jacob Bowser, he's back with his scoring system here. Um, All right, so Wood and Wendell Carter, so 38 and 24. So we're talking 62 for Harris and Baisley, which we're talking 55. Now, obviously, 62 is more than 55. But what we're looking at here is the injury to Wood. I think, Jacob, that I would take that flyer on Wood, especially if my team's looking pretty good at this stage. B-Z Shineman, or as Americans would say, B-Z Shineman. Um, 
10-team 9-cat in first, league leader in most counting stats. Congratulations. Not great in percentage, percentages. I traded Westbrook and Cantor for Kawhi. Now, on, on the surface, it's a great trade. Like getting Kawhi for Westbrook is fine. But if you're you know, in first, you're leading counting stats, and you're not great in percentages, then don't worry about the percentages. And this just doesn't, doesn't go for you. Look, you've done the trade, right? And getting Kawhi is a win. You've done, you've done the trade. But if you're winning, you're on top of the league, you're winning every counting stat, and you're not grading percentages, why do you need to worry about the percentages? Don't worry about it. Just forget them. Don't, and that's where Westbrook comes in and has value because he puts up all these counting stats for you. So you've done the trade. Getting Kawhi is, is a win, but just, just think about it that way. Darren Finn, would I rate Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic? Would I rate Jokic a lot higher than Embiid? No. No, no, not, not, not a lot higher. I've got them projected to be number two and number three. And I've actually got Embiid projected higher on a per-game basis. So, no. I wouldn't rate uh, Jokic a lot higher than Embiid. Um, should you add Porter to Michael Porter to Embiid to get Jokic? I wouldn't. Not at all. Steph. Uh, Steph. Stephen C. How's the first Steph Curry here? Thoughts on Dame for Lamelo and Jarrett Allen and Siakam. This is enough of a Dame fine for Dame time. My Dame at 10-team points league. All right, so um, in a head-to-head points league, you're giving up Damian Lillard and getting three players back. Remembering you have to drop two other players in that scenario. So while, you know, Dame... Well, Allen and Lamelo, they're going to have numbers that are higher than those current numbers now, um, and, and they're going to be pretty up there. Uh, and Siakam is, is around that area. I think you are look. You are going to have to drop players, but depending on what those players that you drop are averaging, if the players that you're dropping are look, let's say Lamelo is not a twenty-two point guy, and Allen's probably like a twenty-eight point guy, and Lamelo is probably a thirty-point guy. I would say, I think that you probably end up doing this. Um, Evan Petrie, I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Keep one rest of season, Baisley and Bledsoe. I think one of those guys has a chance to go up and one, one of the guys is going to probably head down and that is Bledsoe going down, Baisley going up. It's one point difference. Keep Baisley. James Cordier, Thad Young for Rashawn Holmes. Thoughts, ESPN points. My thoughts are you didn't tell me anything about the scoring. Um, you didn't tell me what the average. Alfred Zuck, Mitch for PG. Alfred, you're great on the super chats, but and thank you for um, uh, confirming it later on. But can I just throw Mitch out there? Is Mitch Mitch Robinson, or is it, or is it as I now know by reading the rest of this thing, um, Donovan Mitchell? Um, I would be hesitant to take Paul George back at this point. Brian Puyora, keep up the good work, Josh, from your favorite Kiwi. I don't know if you're my. I don't know if you're my favourite Kiwi. My uh, partner might have something to say about that. Um, but thank you, appreciate it. Cooper Maysell Silverman, AD in the long term. I got offered Davis and Herder for Haywood and Kemba. Nine cat league, no turnovers. We use double double. Gross. Um, AD and Herder for Haywood and Kemba. Now, obviously, it's a short term downgrade because if you get Davis for Haywood, you're losing out on production in the short term. Um, but if you're sitting pretty, 
the value of Davis, because you've got double-doubles there, is significantly better. So I, I probably would if I'm in an okay playoff position. Darren Wilson comes back with his question. Is Brad Stevens sending a message to Ainge with his roster shenanigans later because Stevens is a better coach than this? Yeah, look, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's, there's something not right in Boston. But yeah, no coach is infallible. I think Nick Nurse is a great coach. I think Greg Popovich is a great coach, but I'll criticize them all the time. Eric Spolster, I think, is a great coach. I think they make decisions poorly, but I also make decisions poorly, and not everything that I suggest is 100%. So sometimes they do things that don't make sense, and it might work out. Um, that doesn't include starting Frank Kaminsky, but sometimes things work out. I don't know if he's necessarily sending a message to Ainge rather than he's sitting there and... And, and looking at the roster and having limited opportunities or, or limited options with the players that he's got and the positions that he's got available. Zach Crawford. In a Yahoo standard points league, Cantor and Garland for Ananobi. Is that any good? My reason will Cantor will likely be off the bench soon. So Ananobi averaging 30, Cantor's averaging 29, and, you got, and Garland's averaging 27. Uh, so basically, Cantor and Ananobi are averaging the same at the moment. And you're right, Cantor's numbers will go down but maybe that's in four or five weeks. So it is a short-term loss. I would think if I'm giving up those, because I could make an argument that Garland and Ananobi are close enough to even be a one-for-one one deal. So I would want more in a deal like that. Lockie Fisher, what footy team do I go for? I go for the Bulldogs, my guy. I traded Jonas Valanciunas and Lowry for Anthony Davis in a head-to-head points league. Should I move AD because of injury or hold? So he gave up a bit for him. He gave up quite a bit for him. Uh, Valanciunas and Larry, two 40-point scorers for Davis, who is averaging 50. I would see if there's any market to move AD, but I reckon if you do trade him away now, you're going to get back less than what you gave up, so it's probably just a hold scenario. Uh, all right, Jeffrey Luz, come back with his points in his question. Got to scroll up for his question now. Where is his question? Would I trade Davis and Capella for Luca and Jar? Um, no, no, I wouldn't. No, I would take Luca. I would keep Luca and. Oh, sorry. Would I trade Davis and Capella for Luca and Jar? Yes, sorry. Um, no, I, I absolutely because those guys are their averages are exactly the same, and Anthony Davis is injured, so yeah. Alfred Zuck, sorry, am I saying Mitchell is better than PG long-term? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that one of them is playing and one of them is not, and I have some doubts about how long Paul George is actually going to be out, so therefore, just give me the guy that's currently playing, and considering there's not not the hugest of, of differences there. Marcus Yu, I got Tatum and CP for Jar, Rogier, and Clarkson. Is this a W? Well, you've done it, so it doesn't really matter, um, but getting those two for those three, yes, is, it's a huge win. Kevin Sakun, what kind of value would you be looking for if you're trading Zion away? I would not give Zion Williamson away unless I'm getting a top 20 player back. And even then, I probably just want to see it out, to be honest. Like, he's been that good. He's been that exciting that I'd probably just want to see how it all goes rather than trade him away. <coughs> Is it time for concern on Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's not playing that well. I think we have to be concerned with him. Um, and I don't know what his role is going to be when Will Barton returns. We're not dropping him, but absolutely we have to be um, we have to be concerned. Cooper, I did see your email. Um, I will get back to you. So I apologize for not getting back to you. I, I did get, I did see it though. I'll have to go and have a look at it again. Is Jamal Murray a sell high after one game, Wilson? I'm not sure. I'm not sure people are going to, um, I'm not sure people are going to really do that. Uh, Keegan James, is Rubio must roster? He's pretty close to it. 
honestly, it's you know, a couple of months. You're going to get value out of him, but I wouldn't be leaving him on the wire. So, yes, that, that's, that would be yes. Lonzo or D-Lon Wright has to be Lonzo to me. Um, I'm just going to have a drink because I've been talking um, nonstop. Do I think Kawhi is still a top five player in category leagues? I have Kawhi as the eighth ranked guy rest of season. So, no. Kana Guelete. 14-team league, head-to-head category. Should I trade DeRozan for Westbrook? I, no, 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 no. I have no interest in getting Russell Westbrook. He fits a very specific team. You need to be willing to watch excruciatingly bad basketball, but also willing to deal with massive hits in both your field goal percentage and in your free throw percentage. And he doesn't hit threes. I He is the 90th ranked player in category leagues, and that's not even including turnovers. I Absolutely no chance. Even Cook. Even. I don't know what your players... A head-to-head points league is a phrase that means nothing. Levine and Brogdon and Drew. Would I, should I try and package Levine and either Brogdon and Drew for a top-tier player? Actually, no, that's fine. It's not a bad question. I take it back even. I would argue that Levine is already a top-tier player. And if you're packaging Levine and either Brogdon or Drew, you you want a top three guy back. Let me just have a quick look using the Yahoo default numbers. Actually, Levine's not that good, not as good in points. He's a 21st ranked player. Um, and Brogdon is you know 44th, and this is with my projections moving forward. And where's Drew? I think Drew's even further down, 54th. So I think. Mm. I think if you if you do that, you, you do want a top seven or eight guy back with those players. But you're probably not going to be able to get that. Yeah, a good way of looking at it, right, is look at what your guys average. Look at um, the player you're trying to get to average and when it's a two for one. And then remember that you're going to then open up a streaming spot by getting that one person. So have a look at what's on the waiver wire. And if the average player on the waiver wire averages 20, knowing that you can stream that spot too, you bump that up to make them like a 22 or 23 point player. Because instead of getting 3.8 games per week, which is the average you get for each playing spot, if you're streaming that spot and you can might be able to get 4.2 or 4.4 or, or five games out of that, that one roster spot, meaning a 20 point per game guy, you bumps up to being like a 24 point per game player. Alfred, you never learn. Dame and Kyle Anderson for Bam and D'Lo. You never learn. Is Ubre a sell high? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I think he's sort of sitting in the right, right in this area, um, and this is probably his his right uh, right right zone or, or right projected area for the rest of the season in that like sixty to ninety type zone. Um. A question here is the basketball monster trade target tool coming anytime soon. I don't make the tools. I don't code any of the stuff. I haven't spoken to Ken who does that for a while. Uh, well, not, no, I haven't spoken to him for a while. I haven't spoken to him about that for a while. So I'm not sure of the status of it, of where it, uh, where it's at. Someone said I missed their super chat and I do not see their super chat at all. S Don. Where is your super? I'm just scrolling back through all the super chats. I cannot see it. I apologize. There's definitely no super chat here from you, my guy. So I apologize for that. There's nothing in my list whatsoever. 
Who can I sell high on Lou Williams for? Any top 100 player. Whether you can get it or not, I, I don't know, but that's what you should be trying to do. Is Norman Powell still a good option for points leagues? I want to get a couple more games to see what they do in that small lineup, whether they continue to run that small lineup or not, um, before I make a judgment on that. But I think he, he we're, st- we're still holding him at this point. Nero Nemesis says, Jaron Jackson's participating at practice. Do I think he'll be back before All-Star break? I would guess no. We're only two weeks away from the All-Star break. So I would guess no, that he's not back before then. And I'd say they probably target him to come straight back after the All-Star break. Pavarotti GR says, I'm in a nine-cat league with 16 members. I know it's too much. It's definitely not too much. There's no problem with that whatsoever. Would you trade Jokic and Clarkson for Westbrook and Van Vliet? Hmm. No, I wouldn't. Because I would. I could argue that Clarkson is as valuable as Westbrook and Jokic is better than Van Vliet. What are your... Th- uh, this guy doesn't have a name. So thoughts on me trading Jimmy Butler and Miles Turner for Carl Anthony Towns and LaMelo Ball. So that's a really interesting one. You're going to lose out on some blocks by getting rid of Turner. Um, hmm. I don't, I don't mind that because I think Turner is so so fluctuating in terms of his production that it is tough to rely upon him uh, the way he goes. Um, you give me Cat and Lamello. Yeah. Yeah, give me Cat and Lamello. Nick Jarrett, nine, Cat, 12, team. Do I add Otto Porter? No, I don't see why you would. Um, unless, did some news come out about Otto Porter where he's back and ready to go? Look, he's going to be playing like a 22-minute-a-night role is, is my understanding. I, I don't think he's going to be playing any sort of huge role whatsoever um so i wouldn't no i I, he's not a priority especially for a bloke who's not even playing he is not a priority ad at all guys we're going to cut it now um we've been going for 30 minutes already so i appreciate everyone who's been in here i do have uh, one more alfred zach has also you know responded again with his uh, points averages these times um Dame and Kyle Anderson for Bam and D'Lo, and D'Lo is out. And then what, I'm not even sure what the question that that's the easiest trade you will ever th- do. Dame Lillard and Kyle Anderson, easily. Like, easily, Dame Lillard already averages more than Bam Adebayo. D'Angelo Russell's out. Just yeah, you have to take that. Have to. All right, guys, we'll wrap that up. Thank you again, and don't forget to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. And on YouTube, guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.